My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! To do what I do, I need some idea of the threat we face. As I understand it, we're trying to prevent World War III. I'm not saying I'm getting here. No. Something worse. Hey guys, you're listening to Pop Horror Review, the movie podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hello. Why did you take so long, Jimmy, to answer? Yeah, why was, were you? I was thinking of uh, saying hello backwards, but I, I would Say do it. Too... I did Ole. It to... Ole. Oh, oh yeah. Ole. Uh, hello is not a pa- palindrome. Palindrome. But if you couldn't guess from that little <laughs> conversation know, we had, that's my favorite thing in the world. Palindromes are so much fun. We're talking about the movie, the movie that ruined theaters. No, sorry. <laughs> We're talking about Tenet. Uh, which it is, is a palindrome, by the way. Which is a palindrome. Uh, it came out. It was out, what is it, like September? Labor Day weekend. Finally, was it Labor Day weekend? Uh, and then it just came out to buy. I you just have to see it in theaters, too. Oh, is it still out in theaters? Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. I feel like instead of just taking all of H- a- Warner Brothers' like 2021 slate, like why didn't they put this into... I feel like that, that would have drawn me into HBO Max if I didn't have it. Uh, because Christopher Nolan would have murdered everyone involved. No, but if they would have said, we're not, we're only doing a couple movies, and then we're also going to put Tenant on there, I feel like he would have been more okay with it. No, no, I don't think Christopher... The way he reacted to H- to Warner Brothers doing that with HBO Max, I guess. I don't... I think he would have flipped a shit and, like, literally cut all ties with them immediately. Well, that's a funny question. Do you think he's going to cut ties with them and go to another studio? We'll see how movie theaters pan out. I wonder his agents getting calls from, like, all these different studios being like, hey, we want you to be, like, exclusively with us now. I know Warner Brothers shit the bed. We're not going to do that. So please come with us. Well, there's only, like, I two mean- more studios. And he won't go to Disney. He's not going to Disney. And Universal <laughs> is doing, like, a weird thing there's sony sony hasn't done maybe anything. he'll be a maybe he'll direct the next bond movie what the, wasn't he up for contention for that well you know it's funny that he said that he based tenant off of like a, a spy bond movie yeah they keep um and all the reviews and stuff they keep just like um bringing up james bond that stuff but i don't think that christopher i think christopher nolan like he went and said all that shit but i think like if this model that warner brothers has like done if it's like successful then I don't know. Maybe he'll go back on his on what he said. I, I, if it was any other director, I would say maybe. I just feel like Christopher Nolan. It's like he like almost hates anything besides movie theaters. He wants his movies to be in theaters, and that is it. Like I, that's what I'm saying. Oh, if it yeah. was any other director, I understand that, but I just think that like you know Warner Brothers gives him such freedom and like shit tons of money to do whatever the fuck he wants. Like it'd be kind of stupid for him to yeah. change. Truthfully, no studio would have given him this much money for a movie that no one made no sense about until like two thirds of the way into well, it. Let me, well, let me, let's get back into, let's do some things before we actually start talking about it. I want to say the drink. It is called, well, I just want to say this. I made this drink before it got pushed back a hundred times. So like, I was like, you know what? Based on the trailers, I feel like TikTok is a good name for it. And I was like, hopefully after I see this movie, it will like fit this movie. And I feel like TikTok. Is it like the app? No, it's not. Okay. But it's whiskey, tequila, lime and lemon juice, and Sprite. And I'm happy that it actually fits still because I was very nervous that... Because at first, when I first thought it was time travel more, so I had more of a time traveling name, but I changed it to TikTok. Anyway, moving on. Uh, It's at 70% 
critics for Rotten Tomatoes 76 audiences, and it's about a secret agent embarks on a dangerous time-bending mission to prevent the start of World War III. Did we like it? Yeah. Kelly? Um, yeah, I liked it a lot, but I do actually agree with... I agree with the Rotten Tomato score. I don't honestly think it should have gotten any higher but, than that. But what I'm confused is the synopsis literally says to start World War III. Spoiler alert, it's not to start World War III. It's to freaking end the world. Yeah, but in the very beginning of the movie, they, they you you make it seem yeah, like su- it's a World War Three type situation. You don't figure that out until like two thirds of the way in, Jimmy. Yeah, that it's him trying to end the world because he can't have the world. Exactly. But- so, the, like the first half of the movie, they think they're preventing World War Three. So, I guess it's supposed to be like that twist, you know? Yeah. He always I- likes to have that little twist. I actually really enjoyed it, and Kelly, I'm about to say something crazy. Are you ready for this? Why are you specifically saying Kelly? <laughs> because I already told Jimmy this, and I actually was not confused that much. I <laughs> don't understand. I weirdly, like, sort of got what they were trying to do. See, like, well, it's... you know what? We'll see. I'll see if you actually understood what they were trying to do. Because, like, if you say something that makes no sense, I'm gonna be like, you didn't understand at all. You just made that up because you're trying to comfort yourself or... into thinking you understand what invertedness. I'm pretty sure I know what they got. I wasn't. What I'm saying is, like, in my head when I watch, like, which is sad because for some reason I got this one, but I'll watch Bill and Ted and my mind will explode, and. <laughs> That that's why I don't. That's why I don't actually believe that you actually know what happened. But let me say, let me say movie. this then. I, yes, I, I I maybe I don't understand every little detail, but I got like the gist of like like yeah, I rewound a couple times just because I I wanted to hear all like the science behind it. But like I wasn't like wait if they're this and that and this and my head starting to explode that way. That didn't happen for this movie. So maybe I just need to watch time inversion movies not time travel yes time inversion movies time inversion yep <laughs> See, that's a whole new genre i actually <laughs> just had, for me just for matt chico <laughs> i actually had no issue understanding it up until like that last big set piece uh, the, the big the third big, act the third act and yeah. then i was like what is happening right but I'll now tell you- i'm <laughs> just watching this for the special effects at this point i have no idea what's that's, going on i was just like you know what i'm just gonna listen to what the doctor the scientist said in the beginning just don't try to understand it. Just feel it. That's, yeah. that, that, that should have been the tagline of this. Just don't try to understand it. Just go with it. Just deal with it. If I had to be confused, that would be like the most part confusing part of it. But like it's because you can't see people. You have to basically rely on the red and blue armband. So I think and like it was so grand that and there were so many people. I was like, I'm I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. Hold with on. The Explain like what scene you're talking about because you just started saying people and red and blue no, armbands. So. <laughs> Once they kind of figure out how to stop the end of the world, they go to where is it? Is it in Russia? It's just somewhere. It's I don't know where. Somewhere it in Europe. Yeah, I have a, no idea. It's a desolate like area. It looked like. Oh, they went to um uh Sardor. I I Seder. That uh, sounds I don't like remember. a Lord of the Rings place. <laughs> okay, well that's the no, that's not the Seder. name. That's the guy's name. Yeah, the Kenneth the Brogna. villain's name is Seder. Kenneth Brogdon's yeah. name is Seder. Um. It was where he was born. Yeah, he like grew up in yeah. So somewhere I guess in Russia or somewhere in Europe. Somewhere. So they find out that like they have to almost like come at this place from normal time and inverted time in order to like grab the uh what was it called that like thing they were trying to bury. Um, the I the algorithm the algorithm puzzle, puzzle, thank you the, the cool puzzle piece yes so they were trying to as you want as Jimmy says they were trying to get the cool puzzle piece because if it 
if at a, is it a certain time? No, it's like if they get all eight pieces of the algorithm, if they get them together, the way he so he had rigged it. Kenneth Branagh's character is the villain of this movie. I mean, you guys should know that because there's no reason you won't understand anything that we're saying if you haven't seen this movie. I'll be honest. Like this episode, especially. <laughs> yeah, this episode, you definitely had to have seen the movie. So Kenneth Branagh's character, he's the villain. Um, basically, he wants to destroy the world because if he can't have the world, then no one can have it. He's dying. Yeah, because he's sick. So I think it was that he rigged it somehow with the algorithm that when his heart stops, the whole that world stops. The whole world, the whole world stops, and it's going to explode and destroy and itself. And if you have all nine pieces of the algorithm, he had all nine. He was trying to bury it so no one can get it. That's the whole point of like trying to drop it into that thing that they were yeah. trying to drop into okay i think so yeah and i think he had it rigged that like when it was together and he dropped it that's when he was going to do something to destroy the world and kill himself I think that's what the pill that little silver pill was for yeah right? but that pill that silver pill was a was a fake oh it was from the beginning remember he john david washington's well, character it wasn't took fake. it they said like he almost died they like actually brought him they said like his throat was almost like disintegrated Oh, see, now I, I, I thought they had said it was fake. It wasn't. He's like, it wasn't real. And they said no. But they had to fix his mouth because they were ripping his teeth out. Oh, I thought they the said villain. like, because it like burned him. I think he was hurt by it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Then maybe I misunderstood that. That, that scene, he's not just in that hospital bed because they're pulling teeth out. But anyway, that was the only scene where it's like that. And, and like, in order to come and save this, they have to come from like, like I said before, like regular time and inverted time and almost like work tandem from like 10 like was it 10 minutes right or it was 10, 10 minutes 10 minutes and pretty much the blue team stuff. had already gone through this and they had told the red team what was going to happen yeah. so they can you know deal with it but like i'm i'm not gonna even okay, call it like no. it's because it, it's too much for him he can't he couldn't even understand terminator genesis and that was a very <laughs> basic time travel movie See, it's the ba- I need complex time time. No, I'm sorry. I need time. No, inversion. no, you do I need not. Time inversion. <laughs> From now on, I only can understand time inversion. <laughs> I don't even like. I started not even calling it time inversion. I started calling it like a mirror world because, like, it was like technically they were like mirroring each other, yeah. but like, you know, like when you look in a mirror, you're like opposite. Yeah, yeah. And stuff like that. So that's what, how I was trying to look at it, but. Either way, it's actually a very basic plot line. It's just trying to understand the inversion part is what makes it confusing. But because it's such a basic plot line is also what I think takes away from the movie. It's just like, you know, visually. Okay, so I love the visuals of this movie. Yes. I love the score of this movie. Oh, yes. Not not the sound mixing, but oh the my God, score the sound mixing was... I, didn't it find, was I mean, yes, it was, it was a thing they were saying. The music was so loud and you were like, they were like, then we do this and then it was like bah, 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 maybe because I was, I was like, just like what the, is happening I, I'm, I'm starting to how do you pronounce the composer's name he did Black Panther um, in Mandalorian uh, I, I just his name is Ludwig Ludwig Goranson oh okay but like I, I'm starting to like he's starting to become like one like like a Hans Zimmer in my book because that's like his music is just like it's very um Oh, who's the guy that did uh, Social Network? At te- uh, Trent Trent Reznor and Ad- Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross. Yeah, he's there. Ha- they have very like um, synthesized synthesized Basie. sounds to them, and it just gets you like so hyped I know, up. The whole house was shaking, and maybe that's why. Like, 
the sound didn't sound terrible to me because I was just like, but you also I'm had you also had had, had subtitles on, didn't you? I did. So that also helps. maybe that's maybe that's maybe if I didn't, I would. I, I would. didn't have any subtitles on, and it was at one point I was like pushing my sound bar up so high because I was like, <laughs> I can't understand anything they're saying, and then I had to immediately make it go down low because I was like the freaking living room was shaking. Well, like there's <laughs> one there was one part I think when you especially first... the subwoofer. Oh yeah, I, oh, I think God, there's I like imagine. one one point in the movie like where you're listening to kenneth branagh in reverse yeah but like in the speakers like yes and i was like what is he saying because there's like three different voices and i couldn't understand a thing he was saying even with the subtitles i was like what oh maybe maybe because the subtitles i didn't have a problem i i I can see what you're saying now because maybe i was just not even like paying like not even subconsciously knowing i was just looking at the subtitles so and and it also made it worse that Kenneth Branagh's character kept whispering everything. <laughs> At the end, when he was on the phone with the protagonist, John David Washington, he was like, if I can have the And I was like, what the fuck is he saying? This is his villain speech, and I can't hear a, th- under- hear a thing that he's saying right now. But I will say, I do, I, I do wish I saw it in IMAX, because like, this would have been beautiful to like just be immersed oh, in Oh, yes, that. yes. Because like, Christopher Nolan now has like a... Like, he, you see Christopher movies, Nolan movies on IMAX. But what I'm saying is his movies like are in their own category because like he just loves to do everything practical and it just has a sep- it has such a good look to it because everything is so real. I think that's why his movies feel so grounded because they're actually filming what you're seeing. I think personally. No, yeah, and that's and that's like the best part and it's like that's what like I don't understand about so many movies about why they don't just go the practical route. Like I and I was like you're probably spending just as much or even more on like CGI stuff versus doing like practical effects. Well, but at the same time, yes, I agree with you. But at the same time, I can see like some superheroes and more like very very sci-fi. No, superhero type. superhero movies and sci-fi movies are different categories because yeah. we're dealing with things that are I mean, not that time. Yeah, like time inversion isn't real, but the people are real. Exactly, and the settings are real. Exactly. It's just that part is the one but like it's like the same thing like with inception like obviously like the famous hallway scene with joseph joseph mm-hmm. gordon levitt like obviously they're in a dream that part's fake but the people are real so it's just like it just looks so much better and it and the scene in like, dark night when they flip the truck over yeah like it just doesn't make any sense at all i just for me pra- when it comes to certain stunts practical effects make it look so much better no, that's why john wick movies are so successful and i also think it's just it's it's also what's weird because like it's money but like i feel like if studios actually looked at the movies well not tenant because this is just a weird time this is just weird but like because of 2020 but if you look at the movies that were very practical i feel like they did successfully i feel like right mm-hmm so I, I don't understand why studios are so hesitant money wise. They're like, I don't want to, I don't want to do. Th- uh, I don't, I don't know if it's scheduling. Maybe like they no, want to film movies so quickly. More. It's it's like, but they see it pays off. Though. That's what I'm saying. They see it pays off. Well, depending on the director, sometimes they're just like this is what you get and this is what you get. Deal with it. You got to figure out if you don't want to spend it on your talent, then you can use practical effects. But I will say, I know, oh, but sorry, it's okay. true. But it's no, but it's like when you think about it, it's like. A lot, like Matt just said, it's like a lot of movies that do practical effects usually do better. Like we're, we're talking about, like look at strictly like martial arts or the John Wick movies where the stories aren't like the stories aren't strong, but like the practical effects are so good that it makes up for the lack of sto- lack of story. Like even like those like movies with um, 
Tony Jaa, the tie, that Thai mm-hmm. actor, like the Raid movies, like people go crazy over those. And it's like those don't really have a plot at all. And also, <laughs> once again, don't take it for the time because it's 20. It's in 2020. But Mulan, like when it was using practical effects, it was much better when then you can easily see all, see that they switched to CGI. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, like, and I feel like if they went like there was that one scene in Mulan where it was like, oh, my God, I'm looking at a like a five year old rendered this. But like you can see it's it was just like you can see the switch and like it was the it, hallway the hallway exactly yeah and like that one the huge fight in the big battleground you know what i'm talking about yeah and like those things like you because they seem so real you're like oh my god like you're not taken out of it and sometimes if you're rushed with special effects and all that like you're kind of taken out but like it, it's just I, I understand like that's i'm just confused about it but yeah but that's like i think a testament to christopher nolan who obviously is a big theater person who yeah. wants to keep theaters alive. Like when you do practical effects like that and actually put the time and effort into mm-hmm. it, that's what really makes a cinematic experience. It makes a movie feel cinematic. Like, yeah. like you said with Mulan, the big battlefield, like with the horses, like it's like there, were, there weren't any fake people. Yeah. Like those were all people and they were all doing their own stunts. And it just gave off this sense of like Mulan wasn't a great movie, but even in the trailers, like you felt the mm-hmm. epicness, the cinematic quality of the movie because you saw, like, you just, it's just like it pushes it to another level. And like I really, like we said, like I said, like I just don't understand why certain directors are are so hesitant to do something like that. You know. But I was, but I was oh, sorry. What I was saying before though is like I wish I saw an IMAX. I am glad though I saw it on like streaming at my home because I could rewind this movie in particular that's not for all movies but this one in particular i could rewind and be like oh wait let me just watch that back 30 seconds just to really get back i actually just read an article that said exactly what you said they were like he i forgot who did it it was like from a big uh thing they were saying they're like i know this isn't what christopher nolan wanted he was like but being able to pause rewind Mm -hmm. and rewatch stuff helped me understand the movie and added that much more like appreciative to layer yeah, yeah appreciation but what i was gonna say before is i want to keep rewatching it because i feel like once you kind of like know what the plot's about and everything you're expecting so you're not trying to put a puzzle together you can see the little things in the background and like kind of pick up clues here and there because like you watch the movie you're like oh the scene in the air the art airport thing that weird thing the freeport is that what's called yeah the freeport um when you see like the hit um john david washington fighting that guy i'm like why is he flipping weirdly and I was like, that makes no sense. But then, like, you kind of pick up clues after watching. Like, oh my god, that's why he just randomly flew out of the well, back. I I understand. I knew that was he was inverted. Oh, I didn't. I didn't get that. I that knew point. that was that was inverted. You didn't and know I knew, he was inverted. Man. And I knew that it this was one I of I... the two of them. I knew that. I well, didn't no. know who it was, but I knew it was either Robert Pattinson this or is... John David Washington. After when he Robert Pattinson took off the mask, like and he realized away. he made this face and he realized who it was and he ran. But you didn't see it. Did you see that on camera? Yeah, you saw his. Yes. You you didn't see his. You didn't see John David Washington's face, but you saw Robert Pattinson's reaction. Why do I not remember that part? Oh, okay, maybe. See, it... this is why. This is why I'm saying I'm like Matt didn't actually understand the movie. No. <laughs> How well, did I... you not know they were inverted? Look at the way they were flipping. Well, no, I understood. Like I was still learning about the movie, so like I understood the movie once they actually said what inversion is, and like you went from there. I was like, yes, I get it now. And then watching back, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. But like, if they you... said they said what inversion was within the first ten minutes of the movie. That seemed to place at least twenty five minutes. I was still trying and... to like 
just kind of like grasp the concept. Like I, I know I personally feel like that. Maybe it's just me, but I thought that was like Christopher Nolan wanted to. You wanted to learn as John David Washington learned. Okay. You know? I, I thought I, that's what he wanted. I knew that that was an inverted person, and I, I had a feeling it was going to be one of the two of them. But then once I actually because then it, it made sense when they went when they in when they inverted and kind of were going reverse in time and they hit back to the the Freeport crash. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah, like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't care. I just wanted lines. to prolong the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time, and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com. There's certain things in this movie where I was like, my jaw was dropping because like the, the airplane scene, I feel like that was CGI. That wouldn't have made me feel like, oh my God, this is like crazy. And the car chase scene on the highway. Like, oh, I love the car with chase the music, scene. I just thought everything that was going on, like, he did it so perfectly where I was like, this is a Christopher Nolan movie. Like this is his stamp of a movie. You can tell it's his movie. Seems Jimmy, like, what do you I think? Was say, Jimmy, you're so quiet. You haven't said anything. I'm just trying to think of that movie. Jimmy's still trying to understand <laughs> it. I'm confused. Um, I I enjoyed. I mean, I, I liked all those scenes. I and think I no. I think <laughs> I think I liked that last scene the best, just for the like, special okay. effects were unbelievable. And then you're watching it, and I was like, oh, so that's Robert Pattinson in that truck. Oh, so that's Robert Pattinson who dies. Mm-hmm. So he's got to die. And well, that was the thing I also liked too. It was like I. That's why I only watched it once. But oh, no, I, I'm I, sorry. The opening scene is my favorite. At the opera, really or the, the 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 symphony. Now tell I like this scene, but I'll tell you why it's my favorite because they played that as an interlude for Rise of Skywalker, and I think they also played it for Birds of Prey. So when we saw yeah, both those it was movies, because I saw Birds of Prey with you, and I literally leaned over and I was like. What is this movie about? I'm so confused. Back when, back when movies, <laughs> we can still see beautiful IMAX theaters. Um, I remember I was like, okay, like I see, it was like a six minute clip, so I saw it enough. I was like, okay, like I'm ready. So watching it back, it was like the exact same thing almost. So I was like, okay, like we can. I almost was like, not in a bad way, but I was like, I can fast forward through this part because I've seen. It I twice didn't get now. to see it. I remember Jimmy texted me. He's like, there was a Tenet trailer, and I was like, a what? <laughs> He's like, Tenet, the new Christopher Nolan movie. And I was like, oh yeah. And then I went to go see Birds of Prey myself, and I was like, I didn't get the trailer because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see it in IMAX. So, did this movie do anything to bring any like? qualms about robert pattinson becoming the next batman did it make you like think about it did it make you like think okay yeah he could do an action movie no because i i mean i was like i really had only i'd seen him in some other things but i mostly seen him just like like besides twilight just some like indie films like not actiony films and i was like he's not a bad actor he's like Kristen stewart where when they find the right role they're they're pretty good 
It's funny they started out on Twilight together. Too. Yes, but um, but then I watched this over the over the quarantine. I watched this the the movie Good Time, and mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit, he's gonna be a great Batman because that movie, <laughs> while it's like an indie, it's like this action packed hour and forty minutes anxiety attack, and you're ju- you're just everything is like getting thrown in your face, and I'm like, okay. I can see him as a good Batman. Now, here's my... Well, before I say my answer, I thought of the thing I was going to say Everyone go watch Good Time on Netflix because it is also just quite watch amazing. Anything with the Safdie brothers because they're great. Um, so, your answer for Batman, yes and no. Because, yes, because I only saw, uh, like, memes online where they were, like, those scenes where he's looking at, like, all the fire escape, like, fire uh, alarms and stuff like that. They're like, this is Bruce Wayne pretty much in a different movie. And I was like, okay, I can see it. But if I didn't see that clip online... Or those memes, I would have never thought that, but like I'm still gonna give him the benefit of the doubt until I see it. Fair enough. Finally, please talk about Elizabeth Debicki because I thought she was excellent. The in goddess, this movie. the six foot goddess. <laughs> <laughs> like next to John David Washington, John, I think he like broke his neck trying to look up to her. Like Jesus Christ, she is. But she was also She's in so like tall. seven inch heels. I'm like, <laughs> why would you? Well, no, they. That I I was doing. I was finding some fun facts for us to talk about at the end, but they said that they purposely like made her as tall as possible because they were just like you have someone who's six foot and no one else is that close like make her stand out like make her stand out like clothing wise like make her look long in the clothing and stuff like that and the only time i really noticed it was because when she's walking out of the kitchen with her bodyguard or whatever it was like he was probably like four foot and like it looked <laughs> like she can step on him and i was like oh wow she's really tall well all i could think about when we're watching her there's two things the one thing i want to talk about is her her final scene which was so fucking kick-ass but then two <laughs> i was like she's gonna be fucking princess diana she's gonna freaking tower over over amel just in the next season of the crown that's some cgi work right there like, i was thinking of that too that? i was like literally just thinking through the movie i was just like can we please just get her that one movie where she can get that oscar nomination because i was like she is so fucking good because like but this movie isn't gonna get her an Oscar nod, though. No, she should have gotten it for Widows. But... She is the best oh, out of all of them. She's so the best great in this at Widows. One. And I'm sorry, in this movie, she's the best out of. I think the ensemble's great, but like she's the best. Also, I'm starting to like. I mean, it's only been two movies I saw him in, but I'm starting to like John David Washington better than Denzel Washington. Uh, John, I can tell you after Black Klansman that I like John David Washington better. Well, I wanted to give him. I wanted to see another movie. I want. I mean, sometimes it's you know, sometimes a great movie can make you look great. Though, and I want to, to be fair, Denzel Washington has his. There's movies. No, I'm not saying that. But I mean, to be fair, I thought Black Landsman was one of the best things of all time, and I actually think that that's really good. That movie. is one of the best performances of all time, of him, or a- just any. Like, I thought that when movie you said performance, like whose or just anyone. I think that is one of the best overall. in acting. I think that is one of the best performances. Okay, and he was harm like it was terribly snubbed for an oscar for that role i also think he'd be they've they're they people wanted him to be like the what's his name the green lantern um john stewart john stewart, john stewart. and i'm totally for that i'm totally for that but i mean going back to tenant it's i was i was confused i was engaged i wish i had seen it in a theater at least i saw it on a 4k tv with the bose surround sound i thought my house was going to fall down at one point <laughs> <laughs> I know when Matt was watching it, I was like on the different level of the house, and the house was shaking. <laughs> um, but I like, I like, almost had to raise the volume because like the score is just like with that like it's just oh god, it's so good. It was just you have to have it so loud and like in your face. That's why like I that's the reason I wish I saw an IMAX too, just for like 
the sound just like making my body shake if that makes sense like it's so loud no i never thought i wanted to you never felt body. yourself vibrating because something's so loud like when i had a fever oh oh no what, you mean jimmy you've definitely felt that at a concert before. yeah I I felt, con- yeah okay but sometimes at imax if it's really loud you feel it at imax i mean i guess depending on yeah. where you're sitting when we saw godzilla i felt that yeah exactly oh but i also <laughs> want to say this it's i think this is just me but i'm curious what you thought about this uh the first scene where you actually like experiencing like the time inversion i actually weirdly felt like disoriented I don't know why. No, I had no problem with it. I don't know <laughs> Matt why. Like, I weirdly... <laughs> Matt actually felt the time inversion like the doctor No, like said. it weirdly. I don't know if it was something. I don't know what it was. But it just happened to me at that point, And it somehow is a coincidence. But like I almost felt nauseous when that scene was happening. I don't know why. I don't know. Maybe I you just... were having like a crisis of character. <laughs> maybe. I just remember seeing. I was like, Christopher Nolan's a genius. I'm feeling nauseous right I now. I just remember seeing this this when this movie where they were filming it and like you literally all they had was like tenant and the cast like there was nothing else about it people they they must i think they were filming the scene on the highway and like the cars were going backwards and everyone's like 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 this person was like praising christopher nolan for like using practical effects and everyone's like he's just resetting and i was like you don't reset by having cars go backwards <laughs> like having like a million cars go backwards on a road like i don't know what the fuck he's doing but he's doing something for this next movie and i can't <laughs> and i can't tell if it's because no one saw in theaters but like I, nothing really was spoiled for me but was there anything to spoil so i'm also trying to think was there anything really to spoil it's such a basic plot line like people like have to understand this is a basic ass plot line that no, there's really Nothing to spoil yeah, at all. Nothing really to That's spoil. what I was trying to think of the same. I mean, I was like, like, no one really like dies. Like, there's the only thing is Elizabeth Debicki's like kind of like herself, the future part. That 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 thing. Yeah, that inver- it was really her inversion that was jumping off. And yeah, she thought it was yeah. like uh, uh, an affair. Did you guys person. see the theory though? What was the theory? So this actually would have been a really good twist, but you know they never they won't confirm or deny or anything. So the theory is is that Elizabeth Debicki's son is actually Robert Pattinson's character because we don't know the son's name. They never say the son's Didn't name. Didn't they say it was Max? I don't know. Yeah, but everyone is. But people are theorizing that that is Robert Pattinson's character, and John David Washington has says that he's all for that theory. But no one has confirmed or denied it. But it actually would kind of make sense in line with Robert Pattinson's character when he said, "You recruited me. We've known each other for years, and blah blah blah, and all that stuff." So that's a big theory on Reddit right now. And I was like, that actually would have been a really good twist because I would have never seen that coming at all. And they also said like towards the end, like before he like went off to go die again, like he was like, "You've we've we've known each other for a while, but your work is still yet to come." And it's very like time is just kind of just like I feel like they question. set this movie up for like multiple like another sequel. Like I don't sequels. want a sequel though. I feel like that's not it doesn't I, I, I can one. see sequel. I can see a sequel. But of what though? The only thing I can think I'm of is saving the world again. It's a spy movie. But what if why are there so many James Bond movies? I mean I guess Yeah, but that's but... one character. Like you're gonna reuse John David Washington again and just make up random like villain of the weeks plus james bond's based off books also james bond's not about like time well maybe he could be the james bond of time travel so like the legends of tomorrow mixed with james bond what a movie what a movie let me tell you i have a question for you guys now if you were i rated i rated the nolan films that i saw and i named i what would you say like your best to worst of the ones you've seen favorite Mm -hmm. i think i've seen them all I have to I bring can it up. Mind to, like, I've seen to them let all. You, like, remind you of all of them. I think my favorite one is The Dark Knight, followed closely by 
Inception and The Prestige. Mm-hmm. I think, Tied? For yeah. Two? Okay. I think my least favorite, and people might murder me. Oh, no. Dunkirk is my least favorite, but Memento is oh. not far. I did not. I did not care for Memento. So, like, mine is... I didn't see... I never saw Memento, so I can't put that in there. But I put The Dark Knight as number one. Number two is Inception. Number three for me was Tenet, actually. Number four was Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises uh, as a tie. Then Prestige. Then Interstellar and Dunkirk. No, I'm sorry. Pre- Prestige is... A genius film. I don't really remember it that much. That's why I put it low. I remember I, the prestige. I love the prestige. I remember just being like in awe of like that plot. Like there's a big plot twist at the end. Mm, I'm like, I don't, I've seen all of these, but like, I don't even know how to rank them. But I think actually the prestige might be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I love the dark Knight, but whenever the prestige is on, I watch it. Mm-hmm. Like the Dark Knight, sometimes I put it on, and but I don't watch it. But the Prestige, when it's on, I watch it all the time because the twist with how Hugh Jackman's character is. Well, Matt hasn't dude. seen it yet, so I saw oh, it. I, I, oh, I saw it. oh I I'm sorry, that was Memento. I just don't remember it that well, so that's why I've you can. So, uh, the Prestige, the part where they find out that Hugh Jackman is actually repeatedly killing himself because he's making clones of himself to. Um, achieve the trick I think is just like really good, j- just genius like uh, I just love that also, movie like we have David Bowie as Nikola Tesla <laughs> okay then what am I thinking of am I thinking of the illusionist You're where, where of the illusionist Andy Circus is Edward Norton and Jessica Biel but Edward, Andy Circus is Nikola Tesla right? that might be that I'm, the illusionist oh. which is not a bad movie either that's a that's a very good movie as well maybe I'm thinking of that one because when you said the <laughs> within twist, like six Kelly, months they had two of the same exact movie and they were both very good That's what, cause I, I remember like, that because I was like I don't remember anything Kelly's saying right now I was like I don't remember him making clones and I was like Maybe I'm thinking of the illusionist. So uh, yeah, like... you might be because they came out so close to one another. But yeah. That, um. Yeah. So the the prestige has to be number one. The Dark Knight, Inception. Mm-hmm. Um. I know you you guys are gonna yell at me, but I like Interstellar. So and then Interstellar, mm-hmm. only because of the scene where he finally returns to the ship oh. and they tell him it's been seven years. What I was just or, gonna say that I was like, it's been like twenty-seven years since he's been gone. Like that's like the best. Scene. Oh, and he's like rewatching that, her videos. Oh, yeah. And like, what was it? Was it Jeffrey Wright who's in that movie? That movie, and he's like so much older. And like, what are you talking? It's been twenty. I've been on this ship for twenty-seven years by myself. And Matt yeah. Damon surprisingly in it. Yeah. So then, like Interstellar, because of that scene alone. That, like, broke my heart. Like, mm-hmm. you just felt the absolute dread because he's like, no, I've only been off the ship for, like, 10 minutes. And they're like, it's been, like, 27 years. And then it's just, like, he missed, like, oh, like, I can't even talk about it. That scene gets me. That's why Interstellar is there. Then um, do I really have to put the Dark Knight Rises and Batman Begins? Then Batman Begins and then Tenet. Then Dark Knight Rises and Memento is last. I don't like Memento, really, to be um, honest. What about Dunkirk, Kelly? Oh, wait, no. <laughs> Memento and Dunkirk are twist-tied. Actually, Memento, because at least Memento has a little bit of a twist. Dunkirk, like, there's no point in Dunkirk. I just Dun- don't care. Dunkirk nice. is so pointless. I don't care for war movies, so, like, that's, I think, why. But it's not even that. There's no, no story. It just looked nice. That's the only thing about Dunkirk. No, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I texted Jimmy right after I got out of Dunkirk, and I told you, I was like, honestly, like, that was a movie about nothing. I mean, like, I know it's, like, based on a war movie, but I was like, I don't know the names of any of the characters. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dunkirk is probably last and Memento second to last, only because Memento at least has, like, a little bit of a twist. Jimmy, where was Tenet in your list? Was it, like, top, it's middle? middle? It's middle. So, it was never, Tenet was not in the bottom for any of us. That's good. 
I really, I actually, I really, did I enjoyed enjoy it. it, and I, 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 I want to watch it again. Same. It's a good thing I bought it. Didn't know it today. didn't have that score. Oh, I love the it's score. The, like, the score. Oh like, no, no, no! I it, love it's not the like, score. It's of not this like movie. no, but it's not. It's not the best of a Christopher Nolan movie. Like the Dark Knight. Oh no, definitely not. Inception. That's like, Hans Zimmer. They made a big deal that he didn't use Hans Zimmer in this for this movie, and it's very weird because this the the even though I love the score, the type of movie it is, and the type of sound that they went for, I'm like that's like so Hans Zimmer. So I'm. I'm I'm very curious as to why they didn't use him. I did though. I did like how like in the final battle scene when you were watching it, like it, with the 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 blue the the red team with the the red team or the blue team was inverse. The blue is inverted. So it was the red team. Like it was like a normal score, and then when it was the blue team, it was almost like the music had been inverted. Oh th- no, it is. That's true. He did do that. When it was inverted, the music was backwards. Okay. Yeah. But no, I see. I thought this movie. I. I, I kind of disagree with you with the music because I feel like this movie like almost needed what they had in the movie. It needed that type of music, like synthesized, not more, not or um, orchestrated, like more synthesized. But Hans Zimmer does is synthesis, synthesis. He's not. Synthesized. I thought he's more orchestrated. No, he synthesizes no, no. a lot. No, <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer was like one of the first composers to like use computers. That. When I think of Hans Zimmer's song, it's more like. Do you think pirates? Or, no, I think of like orchestra with like violin. I think more That's orchestra. pirates. Do, 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 no, do, just like do, do, more do, do, even do, do. like slower and stuff like that. I don't think of synthesized. I th- when I think of synthesized, I think of more um junky think- XL. Yeah, exactly. I just want it. Elizabeth Debecky to get a super Oh, she would have been a fucking great Captain Marvel. She would have been a good Wonder Woman actually, too. Not like Gaga so. I don't know. I I am not saying Gaga is not bad. I don't know about Captain Marvel. She was in a superhero movie. She was in Guardians 2. Oh, true. Uh, yeah, but she was bored. She, Go for that. That's a bad No, but that's supposed movie, so. to be like a continuing role because she makes... Um, who is Adam. It? Adam. Adam Warlock. Who, oh, okay. I'm so. hoping she's in the third one. God only knows. Imagine if she was Cheetah, even though I know Kristen Wiig is supposed to be really good at Cheetah, but like, oh, I, can see that. I, feel like I feel like she would... Or Catwoman. Or Mystique. Oh, oh yeah. She would mystique. be in a really fucking good Mystique. Okay, so Matt, give us some fun okay. facts. So what I learned is that... I like this. We started also, the last episode, but... I wanted to say palindromes. Race car is a palindrome. Okay, go on. Oh, let me start with that one. Well, no, it's not a palindrome, but it has something to do with the title. They said, know how they had 10 minutes each team? Mm-hmm. So 10 and then 10 as uh, reverse. 10, 10. Tenant. Did you know that? So 10 no. and 110 and 110. If you take one regularly and then reverse the other one, it's tenant. That was one of ah. them. What? Kelly, you got what I'm saying, right? Yes. Okay, so Jimmy, let me let me let me focus on you now. Like ten. So, oh, okay. <laughs> I got it. Um, the second one is that this like move- you meant like spelt out ten. Yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like the numbers ten. That's a hundred and. Like, that's what I was. <laughs> that's <laughs> I was trying to do math in my head. I was like, what? So I learned that they said that this movie only contained two hundred and eighty visual effects, which is less than most romantic comedies. Um, what was well, it? Hold on. To be fair, like I was watching something. Mank had a shit ton of visual effects. Did it? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. But, and that, but like you can see, you can tell. That's what makes this movie great. And like they said, um, Inception had 500 visual effect shots. They said um, Dunkirk had like 429. Dark Knight had like over 600. The second one is that this was apparently, according to IMDb, this is the biggest budget for an original movie, original film. That's what they said. But then I thought of Avatar, so I was like, is that well, true? Well, the first Avatar. I I mean, hold on, let me. It said two hundred and five million dollars for the budget for an original film. 
I mean, Avatar was the highest. What's the defi- What do we? What's the definition of an original? There was no film? existing material. Well, the budget was two hundred and thirty-seven for Avatar. Okay, so then IMDb, can I fix your facts, please? You're making us look bad. And Tenant was two hundred million. So wow, last time I used IMDb, I can do research too. Uh, second is most of the a lot of the actors said that they had to like read the script in a locked room in Warner Brothers on like an iPad. And Michael Caine said, like, he wasn't even... And I think he's, like, friends with Christopher I completely Nolan. forgot he was in this movie because he had for- three seconds yeah. of screen time. But he said he they're, wasn't even allowed to read the script. They're best friends. They're, like... They're, he was, like, here's your scene today. Memorize this today. Thank you. And he's, like... And, and when he would do, like, interviews, they'd be, like, so what's the movie about? He's, like, I have no idea. Oh, oh, that, that's one of my favorite scenes. When he orders... John Darren Washington orders the food at this <laughs> fancy restaurant. And he goes, can I have a box? And the guy was, like, absolutely not. I'm not giving you a box. <laughs> That was like my favorite scene in the movie. And then the other thing is we kind of talked about this, that there was pretty much like no green screens and all practical effects. And he had everyone shoot. He shot every scene twice. One going forward and then everyone had to go backwards, like actors, cars, everything. So I thought that was very interesting. Like none of that was like just in reverse and post. No, yeah. That was very interesting. The only thing I think they had to do in reverse is like, you know, birds. Maybe the water. Water. Because it's hard to do that in reverse. Yeah. Like you can't get a bird to go like, okay, now go go backwards now, bird. <laughs> Those are my fun facts. Maybe I'll start doing this for the episodes. But IMDB has fake facts sometimes. Well, obviously. Now I got to look fake elsewhere. news. I'll give it an eight. Kelly? I'll give it a 7.5. I was going to give it a 7.5 as well. A couple that's seconds. A 7.7. That's fine. <laughs> oh my god, that's a palindrome. Wait. 7.7 is a palindrome, Whoa. everyone. Wait, but oh is my that goodness. the exact thing of Rotten Tomatoes? Wait, let me look. 71. So we're an audience, because that's 76. So we're more <laughs> in line with the audience. I did really... I actually enjoyed this movie. I knew I was I knew I knew was enjoying the movie, because I didn't realize it was two and a half hours. I lo- found that out today when I went to go look the time. I was like, I watched that for two and a half hours. It did not feel like that. It, it was a really good movie. It's just, it is just a base. It's a very basic plot line. It was nice to see a movie. And I waited so long for this movie. When was this supposed to come out in July? July 17th. Oh, that feels like years ago. <laughs> you know what the thing is, is that this movie, I think, was missing compared to other Christopher Nolan movies. It didn't have that interstellar moment. You know? Do you, it didn't have that moment where you were like, oh, fuck. You know? I, I actually had that moment at the end. It, when you found Debecky. out that... Oh, I did that too, yeah. When she shoots too. him, I'm like, it was not time. No, not that. I thought when you realized she was the girl that was jumping off, I was like, wait, what? No, that it was the scene where she no. was like, it was not time. What are you doing? So it wasn't the part where you guys found out that John David Washington's character is the one who orchestrated this whole thing? No. Okay, but I'm saying like compared to like the Christopher Nolan movies that we all really like, it didn't have that like punch twist. No, and I get that, but I, it made up for it in like this action to me. The action made up for the not a big twist, really. It's it. I mean, I guess so, but the thing is, is that Inception did it better, in my opinion. I think they're equal to me. Inception, like, and it's like Inception up, doesn't really action. Inception. No, but like Inception doesn't really have a twist in it, but like Inception because the story was so good mm-hmm. that I Inception is like a superior tenant for me. Yeah, I I actually agree with Kelly that I thought Inception this was almost like an Inception like movie, but Inception did it better. I agree, but I still think Tenet is a really good movie. But what I'm saying is when you usually have that situation, the one movie is superior to the other. I think Inception is better than this one, but Tenet isn't a shit movie. Oh, no, it's not no, a shit it's movie not. at it's, all. It's a good movie. It's just, I think Inception did it better. 
Was that your final thought? Yeah, I won't talk anymore. Thank you. Guys, thank hey, you for listening. You told me I was not talking enough, and now I'm talking too much. Like, But guys, thank you for listening. Guys, make sure to check out our social media at PopPoreReview. www.popporreview.com is our website. Check us out wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to check out TitanCast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. 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 That was a Titan Cast episode.